This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the feed. It's always game day in Cleveland. We love having you on board. Don't be afraid to give us 10,000 stars wherever podcasts are available. I know I seen a couple of stars and i'm pretty happy with the way things have started so far but that's a little behind the scenes look so when we give you the behind the scenes look you're getting it and daryl's going to give it to us right now too and we're going to talk about what it's like to cover this team on a daily basis and you know there are different phases of what you're covering there's training camp there's otas there's preseason, there's regular season and then there's the kind of off season where there's just you know you're not actually going to berea and you're still if something breaks, you're all a part of it. Daryl, I, I mean, you've lived this for, what, a better part of at least uh, 11 years now with us at the radio station, and we've been doing this for a long time. We've talked about it on TV. We've done a lot of things that that the Browns have, uh, you know, everything the Browns have done for almost the last two decades between the two of us. I, I'm just curious your thoughts on covering the team, what it's like to cover the team, and, and what people need to know about the, the beat reporters uh, of the Cleveland Browns. Do you want the honest of what it's like covering the team? Yeah, I, I don't really. I, I really don't want the BS. I really. It is want... a never-ending, soul-sucking experience. I'm kidding. Um, I look. There's never a dull moment. Um, no question about it. The great thing about covering the Cleveland Browns is there is always a story. Just the, whether it's a, the starting quarterback, and it usually involves. Uh, the starting quarterback in some way, shape, or form, because for years and years, every year, we'd spend the offseason getting to know the new quarterback for that year or quarterbacks. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it, 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 you know, in recent years now, the, the, uh, the pinnacle of the offseason has kind of moved and migrated from the NFL draft, which used to be the Super Bowl for fans, right? Like, that was the only glimmer of hope uh, for fans was the draft and the potential of whatever prospects that were selected to now uh, the focus is on the season. And, uh, you know, fans having the hope and belief um, that this team can contend and potentially uh, make the postseason. So that, for me, is a welcome change. Um, Because, you know, there is not a lot of fun covering a team that is a perennial loser year in and year out. Sure, you meet a lot of players. uh, The vast majority of them are just great human beings and great guys to talk to. But it's just it's not a lot of fun talking to guys when you're constantly having to ask them questions that have a negative tone. And when the team is losing, unfortunately, a lot of those questions, especially during the season, happen to have a negative tone. What went wrong? Why did it go wrong? And, you know, how did you see things? And, you know, stuff like that. So that's, that's you know, not a lot of fun uh, to do year in and year out. And for guys that end up with the team for long periods of time, that also kind of wears on them a little bit too, right? You know, every season kind of repeating the, this, the same old thing 
over and over. But yeah, I mean, there's just there's never a shortage of things to talk about when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. Part of the reason why uh, we get to do this podcast with you. Uh, it's always game day in Cleveland, but um, it, it, it's you know day to day. It's it's rarely a dull moment. Rarely do I uh, leave a media availability thinking to myself, "What on earth am I gonna you know write about to fill cyberspace today?" Because a lot of the times, Andy, the stories they just they write themselves. It is. It, it, I always find it fascinating when we talk about the Browns because the realistic part of it is they only play now 17 games a year and only I, I on the outs- well, I, well I'm saying when you cover other teams that play 82 or 162 games like the storylines are different because you're always constantly talking about the game where the Browns you find yourself talking about a lot of things other than the game because those stories drive what happens during the week you know it's it, you know quarterbacks talk on Wednesday it's just little things like that and I, I've like I've always been fascinated by that and I I think it started for me probably when I was covering University of Montana football you know it's just like how do you make this how do you make a story as you lead up to a game day you know last for a whole week and and so but I don't know that that's the case with the Browns because it always seems to be something here or something there and you know there is a there is a side of the media here too that, in some ways, can be very cutthroat. People trying to get stories, um, how they get them, I think sometimes is 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 a podcast unto itself. I'd love to hear some retired uh, Browns beat reporters talk about how they got stories sometimes. And you know, I, I and I see the Browns so from so many different perspectives, from being out there every day to you know sitting in an ivory tower like we are now because it's difficult when a team practices as has availability while you're on the air. And I, I call that ivory tower radio where I just sit back <laughs> and listen to what people are saying. Right. And trying to rather than, and so I have great respect for everybody that's sitting in that room uh, asking questions during the press conference. Cause Jeff and I are not sitting in that same situation. We're listening. We're in the ivory tower and you know, we're not turning stories every day on the team on our website and we're not, you know, we're not beat reporters. We're kind of, you know, big picture guys on this. Almost to the to the thought, and I kind of liken it to when I was a kid, you know, just reading the newspaper when it comes to the difference between beat reporters and columnists. And, like, in a lot of ways now, I feel like I'm in a columnist role and not in a beat reporter role, even though we're still listening to what they're saying. But we have no influence on the question, so I can't really sit here and say that. And yet I still have sources. I still talk to people. I still know some things that are going on. But – you know, when it comes to it and covering this team, there are different levels of covering the team and how it happens. But, I mean, what Daryl, what you do, and I say this out of respect, is, man, you do the hardest lifting that there is, especially at our station, when it comes to this team and making sure that fans know what's going on and that we're the conduit between the team and the fans. Well, I mean, uh, you know, you look over the years, right? I mean, they've had uh... – it's been a never-ending uh, carousel for years and years and years at all levels of the organization. Um, you know, many off-seasons are spent just introducing ourselves to people, right? <laughs> and right. getting to know year them. Year after year, year yeah. after year so after year. So let me explain to you how crazy it is to keep track of this stuff. I created a spreadsheet called the Browns Bleep Sheet. 
And I'm sure you can figure out what adjective I have (laughs) used in there. And basically what it is, it is a spreadsheet that I created. One uh, for the quarterbacks. Uh, Another page in the spreadsheet is head coaches, offensive, defensive coordinators, their records, the general managers, and ownership. Another tab is also a comparison within the division of teams, head coaches, their offensive and defensive coordinators and records. And then I have another page (laughs) of the spreadsheet that is uh, basically draft picks that have washed out as well as pro bowlers that the team has selected. And the reason that I created this spreadsheet was that, again, because it was just such a never-ending, revolving carousel of people, I got tired of looking this stuff up every year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, here comes Nick Mullins. He is the insert number here starting quarterback of the Browns since 1999. The answer you're looking for, ladies and gentlemen, is 33. 33 different starting quarterbacks since 1999. And then also, you know, uh, week one starters, right? Your opening day starters. Uh, and and again, with the quarterbacks, I not only list the quarterbacks for each season, but in parentheses, I put their records so that it would be faster for me to look up, right? Uh, as, you know, Baker Mayfield went through his consecutive starts. He made 53 consecutive starts including the playoffs, and believe it or not, that was the second most in franchise history. Yes, you heard me right. Wow. 53 consecutive starts for Baker Mayfield, including the playoffs, was the second most in franchise history behind none other than Brian wow. Seip, who made 71 straight starts between uh, 78 and 82, including playoffs. So just little nuggets like that, right? Or... Right. You know, non-starters that took snaps for the team uh, it, within those seasons as well. So, you know, to keep track of all of these people, yeah, I, 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 had, I basically had to create a spreadsheet because it just it became such a chore year in and year out looking up records of quarterbacks and number of starters and all those type of things. It just became easier. Well, hey, I got the spreadsheet. And then every offseason, I have to remember to update said spreadsheet. Uh, I usually take a day or two to go through and update all the information on that spreadsheet so that it's accurate and ready to go uh, for the for the upcoming season. But, yeah, I mean. You should uh, sell that. You should sell that. <laughs> I will just say this. it's It's been a very helpful resource in the media room. All right, Daryl. Stuff coming up this week. We've got the Browns golf outing and then uh, media availability uh, midweek as usual. Um, Outside of Deshaun Watson, I'm not quite sure what this week is going to bring us. Any thoughts on that? Uh, We always hope for a quiet week, which means it's not going to (laughs) happen. Right. But you know what? We we should be able to have a lot of great conversation. We'll get to visit uh, with players uh, at the the team's annual uh, charity golf outing. Uh, they've got an, uh, their final OTA uh, media availability. And, of course, next week, it's mandatory minicamp already, oh, believe it or oh, not. Oh. I mean, we're well, 
And then after that, school's out for summer. So uh, looking forward to getting some vacation time in there. But, yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be another busy week covering the Cleveland Browns. That's for sure. So, wait, we'll be talking about whether Baker Mayfield needs to be here or not next week? Um, I hopefully will have some clarity on that situation by the end of the week, and that's all I'm going to say about that. Boom. There you go. All right, he's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our producer, Meredith Kane, who is outstanding. Thank you very much, Meredith. We appreciate you. You know you can be a part of this. All you have to do is go to at Game Day CLE. We always invite you to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed we appreciate you very much for listening and we'll be back later in the week all right it's always game day in cleveland